Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always. And today we're going to talk about the preseason game that we just had um, and and just go over some of the stats and, and some of the great things that we've seen out there on the court and you know what we can look forward to with some of these young guys and what they were brought to the table in this first preseason game for us. Um, also, I wanted to let you know, all content crazy fans out there, I will be having a pod after every game this season, uh, just having a recap and talking about the team and you know, things we did good, and, you know, hopefully after uh, a good win, we can all celebrate together. So as we know, tonight we played the Milwaukee Bucks in our first ever preseason game of the 2020 uh, season. Um, so you knew what you were going to get from them, which was uh, a lot of Giannis when he's <laughs> in the game. And when he was out there, he, he looks like exactly what you would expect from Giannis. Um, there's no one on our team right now, especially without KP, that can guard him. So he pretty much had his way with us and, and got wherever he wanted and, you know, pretty much scored at will. <laughs> 25 points, uh, you know, and, and could have easily had a lot more than that had he actually played a lot, any more minutes than he did. So, you know, that's, that's Giannis doing what he does in Milwaukee. But as far as our guys go, man, we, we had just so many guys who did so many things that gave us reason to be, you know, very happy for this season coming coming up and, and what they can bring to the table for us. Now, we know who our starters are, um, at least what it was in this game. We'll see how that changes uh, going forward. But, you know, Powell, it was good to see him back on the court. You know, he still has going to have a lot to do to get back in uh, real heavy game shape, which, you know, you would expect after coming off an injury the way he had. But, you know... Kudos to Powell, you know, the fact that he was able to come back from the injury at all and get right back into our starting lineup. Uh, I know people have a lot of opinions about him, and they aren't big fans of Powell, but, you know, he is just effective. You know, he he knows how to score the basket. Uh, I, I know it may not look the prettiest at times, and he may look like he's kind of flailing around out there, but even when he does some of those wild shots, Powell seems to find a way to make them go in, you know, so his shooting percentage and field goal percentage I should say is is always really really high so you know it's good to see him back out around the court with us today you know um, he had five points and six rebounds in 16 minutes now all of our starters were pretty consistent Carlisle did pretty good making sure that he kept everyone in the exact minute rotation because uh, our starting five although they didn't play on the court together you know the, the whole time they were out there but Every single one of them played exactly 16 minutes, so that's uh, that's pretty impressive that he managed to keep up with that, you know, throughout the game. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, in this game really struggled. Uh, he's one person that you know we, we kind of wanted to see uh, his shot really going in for him though, um, because last year obviously when when we got him uh, from New York, his shooting percentage wasn't that great from three. And, you know, the knock on him when we got him in the trade is he was overpaid and he couldn't really shoot as good as advertised. And then, of course, when he got here and got with Luca, that, that percentage went way up. So um, it was a little concerning to see him shooting the way that he did tonight, uh, shooting what, one of six from three-point range, you know. So 
that's a little concerning. You did have six points, two rebounds, and one assist, and like I said, in 16 minutes. But yeah, I kind of want to see Tim making those open threes. It's going one to six is just you know slightly concerning, but it is preseason. It's still super early to be getting too concerned about the very first preseason three-point shooting there. So I think he'll definitely improve. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was also in the starting lineup today. Um, he had three points, five rebounds, and two assists in 16 minutes. You know, Dorian's just doing what Dorian does. He plays good, uh, sound defense. He's out there. He's got his hands out there working and getting in the lanes and kind of affecting plays and playing good defense. So... You know, that's just what you expect from Dorian, pretty much night in and night out. Uh, Josh Richardson, you know, he looked really good out there next to Luka. Um, as far as what we had and, and some of the fits that we had out there, I think Richardson probably looked like, you know, the best fit on our team right now. He found open spaces. He got his hands on the lane. He did have a deflection that led to a steal in the game. Um, Richardson was 3 of 4 from 3, you know, so that's really good for anyone who was trying to say that maybe he's not that good of a shooter and, you know, <laughs> make you feel a little bit better as far as the Curry deal and how that went, seeing him shoot like that for from three for us. You know, so he had nine points, one rebound, and one assist also in 16 minutes, but he just showed what he could do out there with Luka. Of course, the star of the show, Luka, um, you know, his shot looked really good. Uh, he does look a little, you know, heavy right now, but good Lord, you know, he, he tried to take a little time off there to <laughs> maybe eat what he wanted it for a little while there. And, you know, he actually, I don't think he's really that out of shape as way people say he is. I think he's just trying to put on a little bit more bulk. You know, he got banged up a lot last season, so it definitely couldn't hurt him to put a little bit more muscle into him. And, of course, you know, it's going to bulk him up a little bit. And if that's the case, then that's only going to help Luca be better. Uh, you know, LeBron wasn't the biggest when he came into the league. He was, you know, uh, you know real in shape and, and tone and, and all those kind of things. But Luca wasn't that at all when he came in. Obviously, you know, people called him flabby and stuff like that, but he's still deceptively strong. So if he puts some more muscle tone on, kind of the way LeBron did, you know, in, later in his career, it, it pretty much makes him unstoppable. And he had 13 points, two rebounds, and four assists in 16 minutes. And like I said, just looked really good shooting the three-point ball. Um... Now, as far as the the younger guys coming in and, and doing stuff for us, um, you know, we had a couple guys who who did really good. You know, Josh Green um, looked really active. He's he's just all over the place on the court. You know, he's always moving, and that's something that's great. You know, Jason Terry showed us, you know, how many good open looks you can get if you have movement in this offense, and Luke is always going to find you. So if you make a backdoor cut or if you make that right uh, rim roll, you know, Luca's always going to find you. And, you know, Josh Green just looks like a really high-energy guy that's going to do well in our uh, flow offense. Tyrell Terry, you know, he, he didn't, you know, wow you as far as, you know, the things he did out there. But he's just so still so young and, and still putting on weight and all those kind of things. So he's definitely going to take a little bit more time to develop, I think. Um, but his shots are definitely there. You know, the, the three-pointer that he did make, you know, it, it looked nice. So hopefully he can improve and, and you know, do some things for us, you know, moving forward. Um, Maxie off the bench, you know, uh, but before I get to the rest of the young guys, looked really, really good. You know, Maxie uh, was 3 of 5 from 3, uh, had 13 points and 17, I mean, I'm sorry, and 7 rebounds in 16 minutes, you know, and, and 
you know, that's uh, that's pretty good for Maxie. You know, if he can get that three-point percentage back up the way it was early in the season last year, he's just another deadly weapon off the bench, you know. Uh, and when you got him coming off the bench uh, with, you know, players like Trey Burke, who had nine points, one rebound and assist himself, um, you know, that's, that's some firepower coming off the bench for you. Trey Burke did only shoot one of four from three. So, you know, once again, it's, it's preseason. So don't want to read a whole lot into that. But you would hope that some of these guys could get that percentage up a little bit. But I think, you know, he he is who he is. You know, Trey Burke, he's going to fit well into our offense and, and do some things for us for sure. Uh, Bobby, oh, Boban, you know. <laughs> Played uh, about 10 minutes, you know, had nine points, five rebounds and assists, and, and one assist, and that's just what you expect from Bopon. The guy gives you insane production in very limited minutes. You know, he doesn't have to be out there that long because he's just so much bigger than he went on the court. So, you know, Bopon's always just going to tower over people and just kind of push right through them when they're in the lane. And, you know, when you're that big, <laughs> rebounds are going to come. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot you can do about it. You're just so much taller than everybody. The, re the ball just kind of hits you in the hands when you have it up here. So, you know, you, you know what you're going to get from him. Jalen Brunson looked really good out there. You know, he just knows how to run an offense. And I think Carlisle was the perfect coach uh, as far as for Brunson because he's, he's got, gave him full command and, and is trusting him to run our flow offense and to make the right decisions to find the right pass. And Brunson's just really good at doing those things. He, He's just, you know, good at reading the court. You know, he's obviously not on the same level as Luka, but he sees the court too. He knows where his, his guys are on the court. He knows where the open man is, and he does a good job of moving the ball off, you know, to two players that he sees. You know, so Brunson had 10 points, two rebounds, and four assists in 16 minutes. So, you know, solid for Brunson in this game, and, and I still believe he can give you so much more. Uh, James Johnson, <laughs> not a whole lot to say you know, there. He didn't play very many minutes, James Johnson. Um, and I don't know if that's because we're planning to use him a lot uh, in the regular season. So, And Rick already kind of believes he knows what he is, so he doesn't want to uh, really play him a whole lot, which I, I find that you know still a little strange because he did play early in the game. And then he didn't play toward the end. So you wouldn't say he's a end-of-the-bench guy because the guys that tend to play, uh, you know, in the third and fourth quarter are the guys you're trying to figure out if they're going to make your team, if those two-way guys are going to get more minutes uh, or call-ups to the NBA for you during the regular season. So you would normally play someone like James Johnson in those minutes if you were not planning to play him. Uh, a whole lot of minutes in the regular season. And this goes back to what I said about him when we got him in trade, which was I think he's a lot more effective than people are giving him credit for. You know, he is a ball handler for his size. You know, he can D up pretty much, you know, three through center, three through five, and be active on the offensive end as well because, you know, for whatever reason, if he has to ball handle – um, you know, with the second unit, he's more than capable of doing that and finding a good pass, too. So he, he's uh, definitely a creator. So I I kind of do see him being more of a first guy off the bench type player for us uh, at that position 
than a lot of people would think. You know, I think a lot of people are just seeing him as a end of the bench guy comes in sparing minutes. But just in my opinion, I expect to see him out there quite a bit because I think Carlisle believes he can give us a lot. So in this game, though, he only played, you know, eight minutes. <laughs> he only took one three-point shot, and, you know, that was nothing but net. So <laughs> if that means anything, I don't know what you can take from it. But, you know, I, I think he's going to be a, a good contributor. Now, someone who, who stole the show of the night, someone who I don't think very many people expected, but in our pod uh, um, post-draft, and we talked about the players that we got, I said one of the guys that intrigued me uh, a lot was Nate Hinton. You know, he's just really athletic. You know, the guy just can jump out of the building, and he just he's, he's real game-savvy, too. You know, he played at the University of Houston, so he didn't get a whole lot of... Uh, view from from everybody and and so maybe he wasn't thought of as much because he was at a smaller school but he's just really really active and smart you know his passes were on point you know during the time that he was out there you know he played 15 minutes he was one of two from the uh, three-point line had eight points eight rebounds and four assists so in very limited minutes you know he he's uh edging on triple-double numbers if he manages to play a full 24 minutes, you know, just in just in the time that he had there. So, I mean, he was able to hit the three-point shots that he took, and he was very active on the defensive end and rebounding. You know, for a guard to have eight rebounds in very limited minutes like that, that's, that's pretty impressive. You know, I really think he could be something for us. You know, could the Mavericks have finally hit a gym, you know, uh, uh, someone that... You know, we, we see some of these other teams who have guys undrafted and, and uh, you know, late second-round pick type guys that come in and they have long-lasting roles for their teams. And the Mavericks just don't hit on picks like that. We, we don't do well with those type of players. They don't have, you know, long careers here in Dallas. But Hinton looks like someone who could end up being really, really good. And if you can hold on to that guy and, and keep him as a piece for the future, you know, I just think... You know, that, that makes us really, really good, you know, moving forward from there. And as far as the other two guys that we got this year, uh, Tyler Bay, um, he didn't look too bad out there. It's it's funny, uh, I made a, a joke with my co-host Dean when he was here with me watching the game that he, he looks just like Sean Marion. You know, his, his body frame, his body build, just the way he moves out there on the court, he reminds you just of Sean Marion, just in the way he moves. Now, obviously, he got a long way to go to get on the level of someone like Sean Marion and the things that he does. But he just he does have that body frame, and you know his uh, he had four points, and that was what he scored. But you know one of them was a nice little floater, you know, in the lane, and you know that was a little Marion esque, you know. So obviously, he's still a little raw and. He's got a long way to go before he is a real contributor on this Mavericks team. But, you know, I, I think he did look good uh, out there, too. Wes Awandu, he actually was running the offense there for us a good little while there. And, you know, obviously his game wasn't great. You know, his stat line wasn't wasn't all that good. But, you know, he was out there and he did look active. And, and maybe he can be something for this team uh, defensively. Um, you know, he, he does have active hands as well. So you're not too sure what you're going to get from him, um, you know, night in, night out. But, you know, he, he's still a lot more raw than, than the other guys that we have. Um, 
you know, as far as the players that didn't play for us, obviously we know KP's out. You know, he's not going to be here until, like, I'm projecting mid-January. But in all reality, um, Carlisle had said in, the, in an interview not long ago that uh, he did say it would be January that Porzingis was coming back, but that did not specify when in January he was coming back and then he even actually said you know hey you know it, it could be February and that, and that gave you a little bit of pause um you know when when you hear Rick say maybe not February it's like well ah, here we go with Porzingis again and, and him being out for a big portion of the first part of the season and if he doesn't get back till February I mean he, that that's that hurts us a lot you know we're trying to compete for a championship this year, I believe. You know, we have a roster that's set up to do so, um, and, and I think we can definitely compete. You know, I'm not saying that we're just going to go out and sweep the Lakers or anything like that, but the way the roster is now and, and just the small things that we've seen in this game, there's a lot to be happy for, you know, uh, looking at these young guys. You know, uh, Josh Green, like I said, when he was out there running around, you know, he, he looked really, really good. You know, his shot and all those things like that, you know, we, there's still a bit of a mystery. Uh, he wasn't being asked to take a whole lot of shots while he was out there, but, you know, he did look good while he was there. So, you know, when it comes to, to this game, obviously, you know, we beat the Milwaukee Bucks 112 to 102. We can't say that, you know, we're better than Milwaukee based upon that. But when you look at the latter part of the game, when, when you got to, the second half and the third quarter and the fourth quarter, it wasn't really even that close when it came to our benches. Um, you know, when our bench came in uh, in the third quarter, they pretty much took control of the game. And, you know, watching all of our young guys running out around out there led by Nate Hinton, um, you know, it really looked really good against a, you know, well-coached and good Milwaukee team. Now, being this early in, in the first preseason game, it's hard to say, um, you know, what all this means. But, it is good signs, you know. We can say that. Uh, we don't, we can. We're not sure how this is going to translate and mean that we're going to get a lot of wins or anything like that. But it's just the first preseason game. But I'm a Mavs fan, so I get excited for any win, no matter what it is. And you know, I've been itching to watch some basketball and and, and see Luca and see what he's going to look like this year for us. And you know, it was a, a good win. Um, you know, and, and hopefully these young guys can play like that These this next game coming up. So the next game that we got coming is on Monday at 7 o'clock, um, you know, against the Milwaukee Bucks again. <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, it should be a fun game. Now, I'm not sure if Luka will even play in this one, you know. Uh, same thing with Giannis. Who knows if they're going to take the risk. And I definitely really wouldn't if I was either one of the or, or coaches or GMs. I would be like, hey, Giannis, Luca, you know, y'all show the fans a little something in that first game. Let's go ahead and hold y'all out this game. And we still got one more preseason game before the actual season starts. Maybe y'all can play a few there. So yeah, I, I would hold them out and, and, you know, not play them. But, you know, there's no telling what they're, what they're going to do. Um, so... Exciting times, Mavs fans. You know, I, I think we do have some young guys that can bring some bring something to us. Um, only thing I would say about this team right now is, you know, should should Powell be a starter? And 
that's the only down thing I would say about, about the night is maybe Powell shouldn't be a starter. But, hey, man, Powell's coming back from injury. Maybe I'm being too hard on him. Maybe I should just be more excited for, for everything that we got going on right now. And, and maybe, you know, maybe I am. <laughs> you know, but I try to be a little bit more realistic with it. But, you know, it's hard to be as a Mass fan and, and you love the team as much as I do. So, there we have it, Mass fans. This was not a very long pod. You know, like I said, this is the, the first of many to come uh, game recaps. Now, when the real season gets started, uh, trust me, I will have uh, clips and interviews uh, post game um, that you know from Carlisle and some of the players and things like that. I'll make sure I have those clips on here for you as well, uh, so we can hear from each of the players and and the coach after the game and uh, you know have have as much fun with it as we can. So uh, thanks a lot, Mass fans. If you did like what you heard today, and as I said, we will be having pods for every game moving forward. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button and like what you heard and share this to all your friends so everyone can get involved on the Mavs Content Crazy page. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or on Facebook if you have any questions or things you want me to talk about here on there. Just send them to me. I'll make sure to try to read as many messages as I can and answer as many questions as I can. Thanks a lot, Mavs fans. See you next time.